The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. He went in and said to her, Rejoice, so highly favored, the Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid. You have won God's favor. Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son, and you must name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will have no end. Mary said to the angel, But how can this come about, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the angel answered, and the power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. And so the child will be holy and will be called Son of God. Know this too, your kinswoman Elizabeth has, in her old age, herself conceived a son, and she whom people call barren is now in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible to God. I am the handmaid of the Lord, said Mary. Let what you have said be done to me. And the angel left her. The Gospel of the Lord. All Catholics worthy of the name rejoice on this, the greatest feast of our most blessed lady. Christians naturally should rejoice. In fact, heaven itself is full of joy from that first moment that the mother of the Lord was conceived. This great mystery has so many aspects that it is impossible to cover them all in a lifetime or indeed many lifetimes. And so all we can do is to pluck a single thread and let us look at just one thread. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. As we heard in the first reading, when the Lord God called Adam, Adam was hiding and came out and said, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And when the Lord asked further questions, the man replied, it was the woman, the woman you put with me, she gave me the fruit and I ate. So the woman gave to the first man 
the fruit. Fruit that brought disaster to the whole human race. The man received the fruit in the garden, a garden of paradise, a garden which contained many other kinds of fruit, all meant for the delight of the human race. Because that's what fruit means. It means to be delighted in. The serpent tempted me, she said. And so the woman confessed that, yes, she had been deceived by the serpent. And so the Lord God, when he cursed the serpent, said, because you have done this, be accursed beyond all cattle, all wild beasts. I will make you enemies of each other, you and the woman, your offspring and her offspring. And so this warfare, we would even say this cosmic warfare, was put between the woman and the serpent, between the woman and Satan. The warfare is not between God and Satan. You, we cannot be at war with God. He's the creator. But creatures can fight. And so God didn't say there's warfare between me and you, the serpent. No. Between these two creatures. And as one, through treachery, through malice, seduced and destroyed another, so God would reverse this. So that by the very treachery, the serpent himself would be defeated. And so St. Paul tells us in the letter to the Ephesians, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all the spiritual blessings of heaven in Christ. And then before the world was made, he chose us. He chose us in Christ. We are chosen by God to fulfill what? To do what? To be holy and spotless. That's why we were chosen, to be holy and spotless and to live through love in his presence. But all of us have fallen short of the glory of God, all except this one whom God in his great mercy, because of this unique dignity she was to have, to be the mother of God, she alone was exempt by a singular privilege from ever falling into the clutches of the enemy. And therefore, this warfare that God spoke about existed from the first moment of her conception. And even before that, when God himself pronounced those words, I will put enmity. And so the Holy Virgin is conceived and come into maturity, the fullness of time, an angel comes to her. And so God begins the great reversal what happened in the beginning, God begins to, to undo in the fullness of time. An evil angel came to a virgin in the garden, tempting her to disobey God. Now in the fullness of time, a heavenly angel comes to the virgin and he greets her. Rejoice so highly favored, or better still, hail full of grace. The Lord is with you. And we're told she was deeply disturbed by these words. Why is she disturbed? The Lord is with you. 
why be disturbed? Or is it hail full of grace? Hail is praise never ever addressed to a human creature before, full of grace, or indeed any creature. And so she's deeply disturbed because it might be a trick of the devil. It might be again that ancient enemy come to seduce her, to lead her astray, to cause her to betray her creator. And so she ponders this greeting. Can this message be from God? And the angel, an ambassador beyond um, compare, says, do not be afraid. Do not fear. You have won God's favor. Listen, which is a command given to all of us. Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son, and you must name him Jesus. And the angel goes on to describe the vocation of the son, son of God. And so the virgin, most prudent, has to determine whether this message is indeed from God. And so she asks a question which will, in fact, determine the truthfulness or the divine origin of this message. How can this come about? Since I'm a virgin. Answer this question and then I will know whether it comes from God or not. And the angel answers, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. The child will be holy, will be called Son of God. In other words, you will remain a virgin, yet you will be a mother. And then, since this is an unheard miracle, the angel gives them an example of God's omnipotence. Your cousin, who is barren and in, already in her old age, she has conceived and she has a son because nothing is impossible to God. And so, as the evil angel had tempted the first woman to eat of the fruit, so now this angel from heaven asks of the virgin to give to God the fruit of her womb. The virgin consents. The word was made flesh. And then the virgin hurries to her cousin, once barren, now in old age, who will greet her. What have I done that the mother of my Lord should visit me? Blessed is she who believe, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. This fruit is given to us so that we might eat and have life, and more, that we might be like the Holy Virgin of Nazareth, holy and spotless, and to live through love in God's own presence. May Mary Immaculate intercede and pray for all of us so that we might truly be holy and spotless now and forever. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.